Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JB. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JB. Okay, all right. Because it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post. <laughs> Your boy is back. And This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Good morning, Northwest Arkansas. Can you hear me okay? Across the Ozarks and across the digital airwaves. Uh, so many of you fine folks finding us here on Podbean Live. I think that's great. I acknowledge openly in this mass media age we're in now that a lot more folks find the show time shifted than they do live. But that's okay. You know what? Something to be said for live sports talk radio. And, and this is how you do it and how you get after it. And so uh, this is where our bread is buttered. So many tremendous folks also bringing you this show each and every day. You hear them featured heavily on the program in the mornings and on the post-game shows. And if you're out and about and, and making a move and, and looking for a particular product or service, I strongly encourage you to support local and use the businesses who support your boy JB here on the show. That probably goes without saying, but I felt like saying it again anyway, because it's the truth. Northwest Arkansas, it's a heck of a thing. Uh, that said, we don't have a very good basketball team this year. We do not. Arkansas now 1-5 in five in SEC play after last night's demolition derby by Ole Miss at the, I'm going to see if I get this right, the SJB Pavilion, the Sam and John Black family pavilion so they fixed it up they got a new arena there chris beard is in the house you listen to jimmy dykes he's the classiest guy of all time never done anything wrong who knows what happened at austin it was just a blip on the map um no he allegedly tried to strangle his fiance and uh lost his job anger management issues that's actually what happened there jimmy but it is what it is and we're doing what we're doing. And we're listening to the games and we're reacting to them regardless of Jimmy Dykes' feelings about how classy a guy Chris Beard is. Uh, that's irrelevant. What is relevant is that his team last night far outclassed Arkansas. And I think you knew when you found out, what, half an hour before tip-off officially that Tremont Mark would not play in the game. Arkansas's leading scorer and easily best offensive player. Dealing with migraines throughout the week. If you're buying that, which I am, I mean, migraines are debilitating. The cause of them is usually something, you know, specific. So if you can track that down, you're well on your way to, to making it less than a persistent thing, right? But for whatever reason, Traymond Mark cannot get him in check. Uh, apparently didn't feel good during the week. And then I thought for sure, despite some of that murmur, he'd play in the game, but nope, 
He did not. And so the Hogs went, went into this one. And for anybody out there who, in our conversations about who should play less or who should play more on this Arkansas Razorback basketball team, if you had doubts about Tremont Marks' effect and positive impact on the offense, you don't anymore. When he's out there, you have a go-to player. When he's not, you do not. The offense is non-functional. It's barely functional with him out there. And then Trevon Brazil, who is getting hit harder by the fans right now than a pinata at a five-year-old's birthday party. I mean, are you kidding me? This guy's just getting railed on left and right. And yeah, I know, 9.7 rebounds per game is not very good. But he is your leading rebounder. He's the only guy who even understands how to rebound. And he's been disappointing, for sure. But he's still one of your better players. And if there's any chance of a turnaround, you got to get him to turn it around. Well, Brazil came out, four boards in the first half, looked a little bouncier in his step. Unfortunately, what transpired was his knee got tweaked and he didn't feel right. And by the time the second half rolled around, he too was out of the lineup. So you played the second half without Mark, without Brazil, and then for about what? Nine, 10 minutes there without Caleb Battle as well. Battle, who got removed from the rotation for whatever reason, not fitting into the system. What system is that right now? I have no idea, but he clearly should have been playing. He was Arkansas's best offensive player again last night. Was incredible in the game against Duke. And um, he was one of those guys who was still attacking. I think you give him credit for that. But 10 turnovers in the first half. Ole Miss turning those turnovers into points was up 24 to nine. Hogs actually crept back to within six, had slight contact there halfway through the first half, but then Ole Miss run after run. Uh, Jalen Murray, the transfer from St. Peter's in Jersey City, Dirty Jersey, 21 points for him. It's about 10 minutes from where I grew up. Maddie Morell, 18 points. Alan Flanagan had a double double, 10 and 11. Arkansas had two players in double figures last night. Who wants to take a guess? Who were the two players in double figures for Arkansas? Caliph Battle. Already said he was the leading scorer. 11 points. Four boards and two assists. Despite tweaking his knee, Battle actually... He played pretty well last night, I thought. Good game out of Caliph Battle. Um, the other player in double figures? Joe Pinion with 10 points. Some garbage time scoring, certainly, late in the game. But, hey, points are points. He also blocked three shots. What? Hogs started Metafield, Battle, Davis, Lawson, and Denajay Harris. Lawson played five minutes in the game. Denajay Harris played the first two minutes and then didn't play again until players started dropping like flies late in the game. I don't understand. First start of their careers as Razorbacks. Ole Miss is not very good. Arkansas is terrible right now. 77 to 51. You lose by 26 points. If you had Ole Miss covering 25 and a half points and people were laughing at you, well, who's having the last laugh now? Certainly the payback on those odds has got to be awesome. And if you knew that Mark wasn't playing before tip off and you got the drop on that, that was a smart move too. 
you know, look for those little edges where you can find them. Yeah, the betting site masters right now who are tuning in, handful of them, checking up on the show are not happy about that uh, word on the street. But it is. I mean, if you can find something there, keep it to yourself. It ain't insider trading unless you get caught, right? I mean, that's what they say. So here we are. Arkansas is one in five. Got destroyed by Ole Miss last night. Never really in the game. No Mark. Now maybe no Brazil. Do we enter the Nick Smith-like knee management phase of Brazil's time here at Arkansas? We might. Though I would argue at this point, Brazil is not helping himself by not playing. Probably shouldn't have come back to school at all. Now I'm not sure he's even a first-round draft pick. Um, The road that you were on gets only rougher. Coming up, Kentucky in the house on Saturday at Bud Walton Arena. Is it an outstanding Kentucky team? No, I wouldn't say they're outstanding, but they've got a lot of size, a lot of physicality, a lot of things Arkansas doesn't have on its basketball team right now. Games at 5 o'clock. Game day is going to be in the house. I don't even know what that means for basketball, but remember that was like a talking point for a minute. I think anybody gives a damn about that one right now, do you? No. I wonder what kind of turnout we get. I mean, it is Kentucky. It's a Saturday night. It's something to do. Game's at a convenient time at 5 o'clock. I still think attendance will be decent. Get a chance to, to blue Calipari, which is always fun. 14,000, 15,000. I don't think it's going to be packed out because this team right now is just, it's, it's not giving you much to work with. The rotation doesn't make sense. They have almost no offensive flow. I'm not sure what kind of offense, frankly, they're running right now. Are they running an offense? I mean, it's either marker now, but last night battle and, and try to get theirs. And then everything else comes off of that. Devo Davis started, played five, six minutes, and then I, he was not seen again. Did he just leave the gym or go get some food or what? Debo is not very interested right now. It's been a long ride for him at Arkansas. I think it's we've gotten to the point here where it's time to start over, time to clean house. And you wish it happened after the year, but it's happening right now in front of our eyes. One in five in the SEC. You're not even sniffing the net rankings as far as the NCAA tournament picture is concerned. This team has collapsed. Capsized, nosedive. Um, flying off a cliff, must bus, you know, derailed, crashed. You tell me. Question of the day today. We got to make this a little bit lighthearted. Laughter's the best medicine, certainly the best coping mechanism sometimes. You tell me with a gif. We'll play our gif game today. What's the best gif to describe what the heck has happened? What ha- happened was, what is the best gif? to describe what has happened to this Arkansas Razorback men's basketball season for a program that's been to three consecutive sweet 16s back-to-back elite eights two and three years ago. And now, I mean, unless you get red hot starting now and now is not going to happen because they're about as bad now as they've been all year. It's, it's pretty much over 12 games left. Hey, it's at least we're getting late. 12 games left, five and a half weeks till the SEC tournament. And maybe Arkansas at this point will be one and done, and that'll be a wrap. You've got to be at least a 500 team to get to have a chance of getting an invite to the NIT. And I have 
half a mind right now that tells me Musman would not accept an invite to the NIT. Maybe he would. I don't think he wants to spend any more time around this group than he has to. I'm thinking Arkansas would decline an invite to the NIT right now. Um, one of five in the SEC. Kentucky coming to town on Saturday. We'll take a look at that matchup and the upcoming games. Get you caught up on the SEC action from last night. Great game between Auburn and Alabama. Man. And Jim Harbaugh bouncing on Michigan like we figured he would. He's going back, back to Cali, Cali. Yup. LA, baby. The coach, the Chargers. So that's in the mix, too, as we work through the headlines. I got Eric Musselman sound chopped up and lined up and ready to play for you. And uh, we'll talk about the woes. The stunning woes of the must bus year five, but it is what it is. Your boy, Josh Bertaccini coming at you. Bunker studio, team B media. Glad to have you on board. Quick timeout. We're right back. A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, horse cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall. Full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49 online, OlsonClinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. Loving that bumper. Little GCJ. Sounds like some soul coming through. Something. The R&B vibe. Let's go. 
It's going to be okay. Blues won't last forever, just for a little while here in Arkansas Razorback football and then basketball land. And please, baseball, have a good season. For the love of everything sacred, please have yourself a good season. Oh, my goodness. It has been a difficult ride. It has for the Arkansas Razorbacks so far this year. You've had some moments. You've had some up. And you've had a lot of down now of late, too. We'll get to Eric Musselman and his post-game reaction here in just a minute. Hitting up some other headlines. Of course, our question of the day. Let's keep it lighthearted and clean if we can. What's your best gif to describe what has happened to the Arkansas Razorback basketball team? Slip sliding away after a 77-51 to loss last night. To the Ole Miss Rebels, 11 points out of Caleb Battle leads the way. No Tremont Mark, no chance. And now we'll try to uh, try to make one last stand, I guess, at home against Kentucky. Frankly, you're, you've run out of time on this early season schedule. Although your schedule does get a little lighter later. A little lighter later. Yeah, that's what I said. It, it's um, it's going to be a spot where I don't know you're going to have a pulse left. You're going to be toast. Elsewhere, college basketball last night. How about Auburn and Alabama? That was a good basketball game, y'all. It was a good game. Alabama a little bit better maybe than they were getting credit for earlier on this year. And Auburn's feisty. Feisty and deep. They got two fives. They can roll at you. Bruce Pearl. Man, he's got a cooking right now. They lose by four. In a back-and-forth battle. I don't know if it's an upset when you lose to a conference team close on the road, but sure, call it an upset. Mark Sears, 22-8-5 and five for Alabama. Grant Nelson, the North Dakota transfer, coming into his own. He's, he had 14-11. and 11. Hogs were hot after him for a while, but couldn't make it happen. Johnny Broom, 25 points, 14 rebounds, 5 blocks for Auburn. Those are real stat lines. Those are two good teams. Elsewhere. College Hoops, number 10, Illinois, loses to Northwestern. And back to the SEC quickly here. You had a couple other finals last night. Close down to the wire. Georgia holds off LSU 68-66. to Florida beats Mississippi State by 9, 79-70. And so you look at the SEC standings right now. You pull them up here, and it is... Uh, it's not pretty. Arkansas one in five. You are in twelfth place out of fourteen teams in the SEC in men's basketball. The only two teams behind you are Vanderbilt and Missouri, who combined have not won a game. They're zero and eleven. So Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Missouri combined the three teams one in sixteen. Here's your upcoming schedule: home Kentucky five o'clock Saturday night. We'll have your people's post game. Come hell or high water. 7 o'clock, we'll do it for an hour. Get you caught up on what went down at Bud Walton Arena. And, of course, post-game reaction, standout struggles, must sound, and more! Then, to Missouri. Arkansas plays at Missouri next Wednesday night. It's a 7.30 game. Missouri's really bad. At LSU next Saturday. They're not very good. Home for Georgia. On uh, on February 10th, that's a Saturday game. I mean, those are all winnable games. The schedule actually opens up a little bit here. Tennessee on Valentine's Day at night, late on a Wednesday. These like late Wednesday games are killer, aren't they? Uh, on the old people like me. 
Then you're at Mississippi State, at A&M, home Missouri and Vanderbilt back-to-back. Thank goodness you play Missouri twice. Vanderbilt only once, but Missouri twice. You should win all three of those games. At Kentucky, now. Home LSU at Alabama. One in five, 12 games left. See three more wins, three or four more wins. I can see four and 14 or five and 13. And also see three and 15 or two and 16. But that's where you're at with the hoops. Two days away from Arkansas and Kentucky. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to the LA Chargers, baby. Why? Because it's a better job right now being a pro coach than being a college coach. Like it's not even close. You don't have to recruit. You don't have to deal with the transfer portal. You have to deal with the NCAA and that nonsense. Nine years at Michigan for Har- for Jim Harbaugh. He won a ton of games. He averaged, you know, nine and a half wins a year. And then he goes 15 and 0 and crushes it out of the park in his final season and wins the national championship. What more does he have to do at Michigan? Nothing. So watch out. AFC West, that division just got tougher. There's no question about that. That division just got even tougher as we work our way through it. And um, he's a good coach. You know, you say what you want about Harbaugh. A little difficult to handle at times, but he's a good coach. And uh, he's going to win a lot of games in the NFL. He already did in his first go-around with San Francisco. Guy's been around for a minute. Not many coaches have won a college championship and a Super Bowl. I'm thinking Pete Carroll and Jimmy Johnson and maybe Barry Switzer would be the third name on the list. There aren't many. So that's a pretty hallowed class if you can get yourself into it. All right. Eric Musselman sound as promised, not a happy camper. How could you be after that performance last night? Talking to the media. Let's play a little bit of that for you here. Real NWAJB coming at you from the Bunker Studio. Here we go. Yeah, no, T-Mark uh, hasn't practiced, um, you know, didn't practice Monday or Tuesday, obviously has a migraine. Um, you know, I, I'm not a doctor. He's, you know, he's got a migraine. So that's, that is what it is. And then, um, you know, with Brazil, his knees had soreness, um, you know, since, uh, since Monday's live practice and uh, just wasn't able to go in the second half. And obviously, you know, a Tremondulian score, Trevin's one of your best players. What kind of impact did it have? Not having those guys then, but Battle seemed like he was playing, you know, solid. And then he had to leave for, I don't know, eight or nine minutes or something. Kind of how the injuries impact, didn't it? Well, I, I think injuries allow other people to step up and try to garner more minutes. And, and uh, so other guys got opportunities tonight. And, um, you know, I, I mean, every team goes through. Look, I, I think one thing that right now, we're going to get right back to Muss in just a moment. One thing that we uh, need to keep in mind here, again, the Tremar Mark injury that he mentioned, not officially revealed until a half hour before the game. So they may have known, like he said, that he wasn't going to play all week. We did not know that. All right, back to Muss as we continue with the post-game presser sound. This is from last night, right after a 77-51 to defeat in Oxford. And here is Eric Musselman. goes through... Uh, injuries every team goes through uh, players in and out of the lineup it, it allowed other people opportunity to play and then you go back and you watch the film and try to dissect the players that got the extra minutes and um, but, but I mean we're not shooting the ball well we're not defending well 
Um, you know, we turned the ball over to start the game way too much, got the turnovers um, a little bit under control, thought we moved the ball better tonight um, than we had with our 13 assists on the 17 made field goals. Um, but, I mean, you just go up and down the two for nine, three for 10, you know, one for five, oh for five. Um, you know, got to make shots and certainly, um, you know, defending becomes a problem. We were, we were up on the glass at one point rebounding the ball. And, and then, you know, the second half, the, the rebounding was, uh, heavily, you know, tilted towards Ole Miss. And, and, and I, I, I know you're trying to play Sherry Bunn, you possibly can, but, uh, how, you had, I think you played 12 guys in the first half again, and I get why you're doing it, but how frustrating, disappointing, whatever adjective you want to use, is it that, uh, th that you can't find a core seven, eight guys like you usually have to, that you feel good about playing. Yeah. I mean, every, everybody's getting an opportunity. Um, you know, like I said, I mean, point guard play turnovers, shooters, um, you know, shooters are struggling shooting the ball, uh, at the center spot, we had zero defensive rebounds. So there's, you know, there's a lot of a lot of areas, it's not one particular player, it's not one particular position, it's across the board, we're getting outplayed uh, at every position right now. Um, was Debo, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Was Debo not playing the second half, was that coach's decision or was he healthy? Yep, yep, yep he's healthy. Okay, I might have a couple more if time allows, I'll turn it back to Mike, thanks. Daniel? It's going to be their last, you know, taste of SEC play, and this is kind of how it's going for them. Is that something that you've talked about, you know, trying to galvanize this team somehow, some way? I, I, I have no idea what he said. Say it again, you broke up. Yeah. Um, for a lot of these players, this is their veteran, you know, this is their last go amongst SEC play. Just is that something that you've used to try and galvanize the team at all or how to, you know, galvanize the team? I don't, I don't, I don't really understand the question. You mean because we have seniors? Yeah. Well, I mean that's up to them to. to I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, we haven't talked about being a senior, being a junior, being a freshman. No, we have not discussed that. We talked about ways to try to beat our opposition. Touch. Yeah, Eric, quick follow up on Brazil. Uh, is it the the same knee that he hurt last year, and is that what kind of level of concern is there with that? Well, Hutch, I mean, I, again, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, you know, and, and, uh, therefore, you know, for me, uh, it's, it's right now it's soreness, you know what I mean? So I'm sure that, I mean, anytime there's soreness involved, I'm sure, you know, I mean, we don't have our team doctor with us. So, so you go back home and, and, uh, you know, our trainer's really good. He's usually spot on with the Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's. Celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. 
Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help, taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas and North Central Arkansas and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. basketball but what are you gonna do i mean this is the reality of the situation and i'll tell you what razorback fan seventy-five thousand here on the twitter or the x or whatever it's called it's not my fault you want to pin it on your boy jb you in the media and you're hyping it up enough of and the media everybody's in the media everybody's in the media now everybody who has a social media account is in the media the walls have come tumbling down much like jericho crumble it to the ground Thank you, boy. Joshua here has helped to knock the walls down. I mean, everybody's in the media. Don't give me this blame the media for the team stinking. Now you can pick particular people. You can say, JB, you were one of those guys who said this might be his best team yet. And I'd say, don't quote me. I ain't said nothing yet. I would just break out easy E right back at you. No, you you could quote me on that. Wasn't that easy? Don't quote me. I ain't said nothing yet. It's a great line, by the way. Don't quote me. I ain't said nothing yet. Um, no, I definitely hype this team up too much. But you would have more credence, Razorback fan, 75,000. But just putting a name out there instead of just the slinging behind the... Like, you're so afraid of the pushback or JB calling you out. Uh, come on. I'm getting called out by no names on the regular. That's part of the deal, baby. Sports, hotly contested. Much like politics, much like anything in life that matters to people. Love, money, dreams. 
right? We're all fighting hard for things we want. Men, women, we're all doing it. We're all doing it. It is 7.50 already. That's a good thing. I mean, you get up today, you start the show, and you're thinking, where are we going to go today on this program? Our question of the day today, what's the best gift that you have to describe the absolute collapse of this Arkansas Razorback basketball team? Like, what had happened was they forgot how to play basketball? I mean... They early on this year looked like they actually had a clue. And I think if it wasn't for how well they played against two top 10 teams in Purdue and Duke in the first month of the season, maybe it'd be less perplexing. But they played so well together. Something happened. And it's more than one thing, I believe. I think you're talking about internal team chemistry that has broken down, dysfunction that has run rampant. To the point where now I don't think these guys generally enjoy being around each other, let alone on the court together at the same time. Which puts us in a spot where you got to reshuffle the deck. You have no choice. So I'm of the mindset that this is the right move here. And I think I might have mentioned this on the social media. There you go. Last night, open tryouts for this Arkansas Razorback basketball team coming up 9 o'clock today. So we're going to call the show good here in just a little bit and I'm going to start stretching as if half an hour of stretching is enough for me to run up and down a floor again these days but I'm going to do it and uh, again no eligibility necessary which is kind of awesome you don't even have to have any eligibility left and we're going to all try out for this team I say we all me you a couple of your friends bunch of 21 year old 20 year old uh, guys frat boys we're all going to run and jump and if anybody's got a big friend or, you know, somebody who used to play football or we'll take all sizes, all comers. That's how dire this thing has gotten. Unfortunately, I'm not even joking. Unfortunately, this is where we are. Unfortunately, it's a fiasco right now. For Arkansas Razorback basketball, I don't know what more you want. Other than just new faces, different guys. I think we've had enough of this crew as it is currently constructed. And I'm ready for the the frat boys to get a chance. I'm ready for that kid at the gym down the block who shoots really well and you know, makes 15, 23s in a row with nobody guarding him, but I'm ready for him to get a chance. I think it's a better story if you give people who want to be out there a chance to do this. And I think if we continue to trot out a bunch of guys who don't value wearing the Arkansas Razorback jersey on their backs and chests and over their shoulders, you don't want that jersey on you, then take it off. Next. I mean, that's basically the way the land with a portal these days. Not a lot of folks stay around the party for very long. Right now, I think plenty of y'all listening, plenty of y'all watching and paying attention to the program are on the same page that I am. You are sick of what you're seeing out of this Arkansas Razorback basketball team. And Eric Musselman, the head coach, 100% agrees with everything I'm saying right now. You know that. 
He might not say it publicly, even though his post-game pressers have been pretty brutally honest. But it just has not worked chemistry-wise. They don't play for each other. They don't play for that jersey I just mentioned a minute ago. There's not a collective belief on this team that if they do things the right way and for each other, it's all going to work out. Instead, this thing has gotten train wreck bad really fast. And it's not what you expected to be talking about, especially on the heels of a football season that was beyond train wreck bad. Basketball was supposed to be the saving grace here. It was going to lift you up. It didn't mean you'd necessarily go to your four straight Sweet 16, but it gave you a really good chance at it. And after wins against Purdue and Duke, my goodness, two top 10 teams to start the season. This thing has gone off a cliff. And with 12 games left to go in the SEC and Kentucky coming to town on Saturday. Woo! Yikes, indeed. For this Arkansas Razorback men's basketball team. Yikes, indeed, my friends. We continue the show. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe. The Real NWA JB doing it live 90 minutes every morning for you here streaming it Podbean, youtube live at our website and of course out through the podcast platforms across the audio universe apple spotify iheart google and more it has been a tough road to go what more do you want me to say josh bertaccini with you as we continue from the bunker studio team b media land late january Coming out. And the Hogs will host Kentucky here on Saturday night. What kind of turnout are we going to see this team get for this game? What kind of turnout are we even going to see this team get for this game? 14,000? 15,000? 16,000? Maybe. Does it even matter? They seem like they don't feed off of the energy in front of them. Jermaine Petty, inside of 10 minutes from now, we'll wrap the first hour here in just a moment. Jim Harbaugh, out there in California again, a place where he's very comfortable, did the Northern California thing at Stanford in San Francisco. Now he's doing it SoCal style in L.A., And who can fault him? I mean, I brought that up earlier, and I'll bring it up again more tomorrow as we move past this kind of post-game show like morning. You get a late game, 8 o'clock tip. That's what the next day is going to be. A lot of it is going to be processing, digesting, making sense of what you saw, if you can, the the previous night uh, out of Arkansas. Uh, Not a lot of sense to make of this there. But when it comes to Harbaugh and football, I think tons of sense. Being a pro coach has never looked better compared to being a a college coach. And one would argue, you know, they're kind of flips to the same coin. I mean, they are more or less, you know, pro, professional. You're making more money now as a college coach than you are as an NFL coach. They're both pro coaches. Semantics aside, To be an NFL coach seems so much more tolerable than being a college coach. When you think about the recruiting and the transfer portal and NIL deals now, then you got the NCAA coming around. If you're Jim Harbaugh, they they tried to slap you on the wrist twice this year, right? They did. 
to start the year and then at the end of the year. Why do you even want it anymore when you can go to the NFL, construct a roster, deal with grown-ups who may or may not listen to you as much, but you know, at least there's an expectation that you're all grown-ups and your team is your team and you don't have to go out and recruit during the season. I just think lifestyle change for a guy like Jim Harbaugh, who was a really good coach at San Francisco the first time around there. This move makes so much sense. So much sense. And it doesn't surprise me in the least, frankly.